Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Deal with it. That's the shirt. Thanks to the Jags for dropping it off. Kind of like it. Homering up here. See, for me, it's homering up. For you, you're a former player. It's part of who you are, Austin Lane. Feels right, Brent. Feels just about right. Now, you love the teal. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's what the city's known for. So let's go ahead and embrace it, right? Yes, let's do it. Let's get that. Let's embrace uh, the fact that teal is now the primary home uniform color of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And with that, we bring in head equipment manager Jimmy Luck right now on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martin, Austin Lane. Jimmy, rave reviews. I did a poll yesterday, <laughs> and it's not official or anything, but I had about 1,200 votes. 90% said yes, and the folks that said yes wanted names, numbers, addresses of the folks that said no. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we we got it done. You got to push through. We had Twitter come through for us, so, uh, <laughs> so we're good to go now. Uh, how excited uh, are the people inside the building about Teal? Why why? Why teal? Why did we go back to teal now? Um, well, we kind of listened to the the fans and the players, and they've kind of been calling it for a few years. Um, you know, I think anytime a new owner takes over, he kind of wants to to put his little mark on things. And um, I mean, it went through the same thing when I was uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, and Mr. Blank bought the team and kind of changed the uniforms. Mr. Blank bought the team, kind of changed it up a little bit. Um, and it's it's kind of funny. I guess the rumor was Mr. Blank didn't like teal. And that was never true. He just liked black better, and so he went with that. And then um, everybody just kind of realized, like, hey, you know, maybe this is time to do it now. Um, everybody's kind of been wanting it. Um, the the all-teal game went over real well. So, uh, you know, with some of the NFL rules, you can't just change overnight. So it took a little bit to do it, but um, but we were, we did it as soon as we could. I love the highlights of the press release, by the way, and one of them includes the Jaguars wore teal jerseys and white pants, and fans know this. I don't even have to tell them. During the 62-7 to victory against Miami in the postseason, of course, uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, win in franchise history. Uh, Tony Baselli matched up with Jason Taylor, held Taylor without a sack in a 28-21 victory against the Dolphins. Uh, the team donned teal jerseys and white pants that day. Keenan McCardell caught a 56-yard game-winning touchdown. So there's been some good moments all the way up to this. Uh, in the, recently, Jaguars wore teal jerseys, black pants in 2019 Thursday night football, of course, against Tennessee, 20-7 to win. DJ Chark, Josh Lambeau uh, all having big games. Josh Allen, a couple sacks. So it's been a pretty good uh, uniform combination for the Jags. They've had some big-time moments along the way. Jimmy, uh, what does this mean like, how often can the Jags wear teal? What does it do for the black combination, uh, the white uniforms? Can you uh, set us straight on that? Yeah, so it basically, I mean, everybody's heard the word. It's it's our primary home jersey now. Um, so pretty much any home game, we'll, we have the option to wear teal. Um, now, obviously, if it's September and it's 1,000 degrees out there for that first game, we're probably going to wear all white and make the other team wear a dark jersey to provide maybe a little bit of an advantage. But other than that, we probably will wear teal almost every uh, every game here in, in Duval. And, you know, we kind of like to try to maybe keep it that way, that if we, you know, if for some reason we do go back to London, we would probably continue to wear our black jerseys there. Um, but anytime at home, you know, if it's not super hot, I, you know, I feel like we would wear the teal jerseys. 
Um, and then if anybody tries to do that to us to wear white at home early in the season, which some of the Florida teams do, we would wear our teal jersey for that. Brent, are you listening? Competitive advantage. Yes, very. Good. I told you. I told you it's a real thing, man. I don't. You, you don't want to listen to me. I'm telling you that white jersey compared to well, it used to be the black jersey, but now it's the teal jersey makes all the difference in the world. Man. I don't know. He and said, then, said a little start. advantage, not all the difference in the world. Jimmy I mean, said a hey, little. We saw Indianapolis come to town and absolutely wilt with that heat this past season. Jamie, I got to ask you in terms of the uh, of the locker room hype. Obviously, I'm sure the guys are excited and everything. Do you kind of have a feeling though? Like, are they going to lean more towards the 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 black? pants the teal pants or the white pants like what what would you say is the most popular combination involving the teal jersey i would probably say it was it will be the white pant but um that's something that we can go at any time we just really have to declare the home jersey so if we get on a little run and you know we wear the white pants and get a couple wins we'll keep wearing them um you know or we need to change up we'll, we'll mix it up um i don't see us wearing all teal you know, but maybe once a year um, or something like that, kind of like the the old color rush kind of theme. Mm. Um, but you know, it's it's whatever you know, whatever we want. We'll we'll kind of set some some parameters. You know, probably early in the season, we'll wear the teal jersey and white pants. Um, again, you know, maybe because of the heat or something like that. But then, you know, later in the season, we'll probably at least mix in. Um, you know, the, like I said, the all teal once and at least the black pants once. But, um, you know, maybe we get hot and we just keep running it back. Jimmy Luck with us here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau, a former Jacks player, Austin Lane. And we're talking about teal being the primary color. Uh, Jimmy, the head equipment manager for the Jacksville Jaguars. Jimmy, are you surprised at how much the fans like love this stuff get wrapped up in the uniforms uh and you are like a rock star on like wednesdays i think it is in the season <laughs> maybe it's thursdays when you're on jaguars.com one of the shows and you announce it i mean you become a star i, mean, I don't know if you wanted to become a star but you're a star people can't wait to see what the combination is does that surprise you um i mean yes and no i mean the fans here are, are super passionate um it's a it's a young fan base as well um and then, like you said earlier, like anytime you think about the Jags, you know, you see Baselli or Jimmy Smith or, you know, any of the big highlights, they're wearing the teal jerseys. So even not being from this area, when I, every time I always thought about the Jags, it was it was them wearing the teal jerseys. So, um, you know, it's it's a fan favorite and a player favorite. So, um, you know, I'm glad it's something that we could finally uh, kind of bring back to them. How can you tell us, I'm sure you've done this a million times, but what is the process? I really don't care about the uniforms as much, if I'm being honest. Like, I like the teal. I and mean, that's but, the first I, mistake, I, but I just don't, like, look for the combination. I know everybody else does. I just don't. believe it. So what is the process? Like, do you have a say in it? Does Austin Lane, as a former player, like, would he have a say in it during meetings, uh, during a week? Uh, it, will it now be Urban Meyer's decision? Like, who makes the call on what you guys are going to wear week to week? Well, what we we have to wait for the schedule to come out. And then we'll look at that and say, okay, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, September 2nd. Uh, it's going to be 1 o'clock at home here in Jacksonville, and it's going to be hot. So we'll wear all white for that. And then, okay, well, the next game is, um, you know, at night. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely wear the, the teal jerseys and maybe black pants. Or if it's, a, you know, a special game, we may, um, you know, kind of do an, an all teal. But all we have to do is let the NFL know by June first what color jersey we're wearing and then it's up to us to decide what pant and we can do that at any time so we'll get a little bit of a feel from the players that are around hey what do you guys want to wear um 
you know, and from that standpoint, um, you know, well, that's obviously discussed with Coach Meyer and uh, and and Trent, and we'll kind of all sit down and go through that and say, hey, what do we want to do here, um, and kind of make a group decision. And then we present that with the with the players to say, hey, here we go. What color pants you guys want to wear? That's interesting. Yeah. So June first, and and then yeah. and, and obviously just the home games, and then yep. you get dictated by the other visiting games that uh, you'll have. So that's interesting. You know, I always found it fascinating because what people don't really see behind the scenes in NFL locker room, just the type of relationship that a head equipment guy has with the players. Because I mean, you see these guys every single day. You start developing friendships and everything. Because let's be honest, they have all the swag, they have all the gear. You got to be nice to these guys, and they happen to be pretty nice as well. But with that being said. Jimmy, I, I want to ask you this. And now, listen, I, I'm not going to say Trevor Lawrence is coming to Jacksonville, but Trevor Lawrence is coming to Jacksonville. And, uh, with yes, that, he is. Yeah, and with that being said, well, Trey Quinn was number 16. Trey Quinn is now in the Oakland Raiders. Oh, I'm sorry, the Las Vegas oh. Raiders. So so the, the whole number thing is fine. But you've been Poor in a lot Quinn, of man. He could have made a lot of money. I, 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 this is the question <laughs> I'm getting to, Brent. We're sharing the same brain right now. You've been in a lot of <laughs> locker rooms. I'm sure you've seen these dealings go down. I don't need the names, but... What was the most expensive um, jersey number that a player ever bought because he wanted to switch numbers with somebody else? Um, I was going to say, I, I don't, uh, you know, 20, 20 has been, um, 20,000 was a pretty high number. Wow. I've also heard of higher being turned down um, by certain people. Um, it just depends on how bad they want it. Um, I know when Mojo got here a long time ago, like he wanted it and, the, I don't know what the price tag was, but it was offered. And he said, you know what? No, I'm good. I'll take 32. <laughs> so, um, it was too high. Uh, that's right. It was too high. So, I mean, you get, you know, it just depends on how much a number means to somebody. Um, but I will say, you know, uh, 16 is open. Number one is also open if we decide to go another route. So, you know, I, a little bit of foresight. If we sign somebody new, I'm probably not going to put them in any one of those numbers. Um, so just to try to. Take some hassle for everyone. Jimmy, you're you're good at this. I mean, oh, that's yeah, pretty man. good. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good, that 16-and-one yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure you even heard the coaching staff and scouting staff no, I don't put think it in so. those terms right there. I don't think so. Uh, that, that was impressive. Any stories about um, Austin Lane? Because you weren't here as, as the head man when Austin was here. Uh, are there any lingering stories no. in that We're locker room? There. Like, do we know if Austin was a good tipper around the holidays or when the season was <laughs> over? I know he was big, he was a big baseball fan, and there was a lot of conversations back and forth about some uh, some baseball games with some of my assistants. So, oh yeah, um, but yeah, he was also was very well liked here, and I think we spent together in off season, um, yeah, for a little bit. But um, but yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get to do that, and I, and I hadn't seen you guys much lately. You you can't come in the locker room, and so I hadn't really been able to to see you guys and uh, check on y'all, make sure everybody's good. Yeah, I know Jimmy's always really good, too, especially we're on the road if we need to do something TV-wise, so we appreciate that. Well, hey, man, I know people are fired up, and uh, uh, congrats on the Teela's primary. I don't know how much you had to do with it, but I think uh, I think you should get all the credit. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but uh, I appreciate it, guys. All right, man, all right. have a good one. We'll see you soon, hopefully. Right. Hopefully okay. we'll see you soon. Uh, all right, thanks, guys. I'll see y'all. That's Jimmy Luck, uh, Jags uh, head equipment. Okay. Manager. So he said one for Justin Fields. He did. Didn't mention eleven though. So Zach Wilson's not in the picture, <laughs> right? right? I just that was right? that was the first. Right? Is this going to be a headline? Jags head equipment manager hints the Jags could take yeah. Justin Fields. Like, let's fire that up. Sorry, Jimmy, but sometimes yeah. we got to get clicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or was he referring to? I mean, he could have been like, all right, he's 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 the first pick of the draft, so like Trevor Lawrence gets the number one when he's on stage. Oh, he could have done that. 
That's a good point. But uh, that, 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 that doesn't sell. That's safe. That, that doesn't get clicks, though. No, that's, that's no. good. He, he was looking at Justin Fields, for sure. <laughs> let's take that and let's roll with that. Did you know, by the way, did you know June 1st they had to have that in? Like, have I you have ever no been idea. asked, like, in the at a conversations, like, if you were in there? That that was way above my pay grade there, Brent. I just thought that that part was interesting, the, like, that it comes out that much in advance. Yeah. Um, now, I would imagine, I should have asked this, and, and I'll find out, but I, I would imagine you could probably call an audible mm-hmm. by request if you need to or want to, mm-hmm. and it fits. Like, you could get denied on that audible, like, yeah. later in the season, but maybe you could. Because remember, he did say, like, if we get rolling yeah. and we feel like we're playing well, we might want to stick to that. So yep. um, there are probably some variations of that, and you can move off that spot. But June 1st, with the input of Balky, Meyer, and, and even players that might be around the building. I think that's pretty interesting. The, uh, I, go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to ask, do you think, I know we've been talking about how, you know, fans are super in on the teal color. I, I, maybe this was a question for a few minutes ago, but do you think there have been season ticket sales because of the announcement and the color being primary? Uh, eh. Nah. I, don't, I think I, it's more Trevor Lawrence and a little bit of Meyer, but definitely Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think both. Yeah. I, I think Meyer created more of a buzz than I thought in the t- season ticket member stuff. I don't know if this bumped up. What I'd really like to know, and again, remember I talked about kind of PR 101, the mm-hmm. Yankees and, and stuff. I wonder if this was planned for this week or if this got moved up a little no, bit for sure, for based sure. off last week, yeah. which would be a smart move, well, uh, by the way. It's a smart, it, was, it was number three on ESPN's main. No, it's a smart move. Page. I mean, yeah. that's listen, I, I'm not criticizing that. I'm saying nice job. I mean, because yeah. they could use some uh, change the narrative a little bit. Uh, and, and this is a good narrative to change to. And the fans really like, seriously, the fans want this. The fans love this and, and good for them. Uh, but I don't think it's going to sell season tickets. Now, what it might help do is sell more jerseys. <laughs> and yeah. I think you'll see less of the black jersey and more of the teal jersey being sold. Sure. Right? No, without a doubt. Absolutely. And you're going to see more teal merchandising, more, more teal shirts yeah. in general, because usually they've been predominantly uh, black shirts. He also said something else that I thought was interesting. Another breaking news tidbit. Did I not catch it? I don't think he caught it. Maurice Jones-Drew. Yeah. What would he want? He wanted 21. Maurice Jones-Drew was 21 in college. In in college, that's right. By my understanding, the the whole reason why Maurice Jones-Drew took 32 was because he 32 teams passed on him. Well, that was his second option. But that was his second option. See, that was... Who had 21 at the moment? Uh, was Derek Cox on the... No, 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 no. no, no, That's wait, no. That would have been pre-Derek Cox. I have no idea then. Somebody knows. Somebody's good at uniform yeah, numbers. But no, but here's the thing. When Jones drew, I was under the impression that he chose 32 because the team has passed on him. Well, I think but that's how he said. Once he said 21 yeah. not there. That, that you know, what's interesting 32. is Ramsey wanted 21 too. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then like he got 20, and uh, was it Prince of Mukamara that had 21? I can't remember. Was it Mukamara yeah. that had 21 when he got in? I don't know. But whoever had it, the next year they were gone. Mm-hmm. And so 21 became available or the other part of it that he didn't want to buy it off. But part of the reason is now, and I don't know if this was even when Maurice was doing his thing, but if you change a number, there's something to it where you have to buy the jerseys that are out there, like the inventory. So the jerseys that were made for Ramsey at number 20, he would have to buy the inventory out there to change the number. Yeah. And so it's an expensive deal. Terry Cousins, 21. Does that sound right? Oh, oh, back uh, when Mojo? 2006? Sure. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it says he was wearing number 21. You might be right. Yeah, I mean, that was a couple years before I got here, and honestly, I don't know. 
Um, I was in high school. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> I, that might have been it. I was a little surprised that people haven't paid more than that. Yeah. I, I mean, NFL guys throw money around like it's going out of style sometimes. No, for sure. But when you're a rookie, you're still not sure. $20,000 like, holy cow, I'm not paying $20,000 for a number. I mean, man, you know, it's the whole philosophy that Jay Rice used to say. I mean, if you look good, you feel good, you play good. And sometimes, like, people, that there's something to be said about the number. Um, I can't think, like, I don't think I was ever really involved, like, in a locker room where, like, that transaction went down in terms of someone, like, giving up a lot of money for the jersey number. I don't remember anything like that, but 20000 man. I what? will Oof. say, I'm going to try to find this one out. Um, the one story I remember, I thought this was the best story of a number. Well, there's a great article, actually, about a bunch of them that happened. Uh, let me find this one. I was covering the New York Giants, and Jeff uh, – it was Eli. Okay, I thought it was Eli. Uh, Jeff Fiegels is the punter, and he has – he's actually <laughs> sold off his jersey twice. He was wearing number 10 when Eli Manning was drafted. Yeah. So that was the big story. That's the one I covered up in Albany at training camp. Uh, then he actually, Plaxico Boris, wanted his number 17. So he changed that, too. Well, and here's the thing. But, so, but he got a trip to Disney World from Eli, I okay. remember. So that was the story. And we always we asked, did you ever get the trip? Yeah. And he did. Like, I recently saw Fiegel's at a Tom Coughlin J-Fund event, and I remember asking him, did you get the trip to Disney? And, yes, he did. Like, Eli Manning, that's what he paid. He paid for their family trip to, to Disney for the number 10. Interesting. So it wasn't like straight cash. Yeah, but it was a little incentive. And I stand corrected. Well, here's the thing. So Zach Wilson was actually number one this past season. But oh, his he freshman year, okay. I think his sophomore year, he was number 11. So he changed numbers. So now Zach Wilson's in the mix as well. Uh, Teal Apocalypse, thanks for the correction. Very good. It was sample. Yes, it was. He wanted 23 for Jumpman, not 21. Uh, uh, Ramsey was. So that's a, that's a good call. It was sample, and then sample was gone, or sample changed numbers. I think sample might have changed to like forty or something like that before he was done in Jacksonville, and so twenty three became available. Good call. That that's exactly what it was. Um, <laughs> numbers. Listen, what's in a number? I guess quite a bit for some. A lot, Brent. A lot. Well, You're an athlete. You get it. Yeah, I do. I I was never hung up on numbers, but I think for these guys, it's more about branding. Yeah. You know, like like Eli, that was seriously worth it because he was 10 in college. Mm -hmm. And so to keep it mm -hmm. right and be 10 and people kind of know you as 10, like yeah. you've built that much of a a brand yeah. already. Like Ramsey would be different in that sense. Like, I, I don't know if he had built the kind of brand that he has now. Right. In yeah. college as a corner at Florida State. Yeah. But some guys do. The quarterbacks do. I mean. Trevor Lawrence has with 16. Makes a lot of sense. No, for sure. Uh, Fields has. I thought Wilson was one this past year, but you said he was 11 at one time. He was 11 at one time and okay. then switched numbers to one. So, Jimmy, Jimmy Luck. I mean, I man. Mean, that's a home run quote right there by I Jimmy know. Luck. Jags could go in any direction at number one at the quarterback spot. It's crazy. Could man. be Trevor Lawrence, 16. Could be Justin Fields, number <laughs> one. Could be Zach Wilson, number one. Guy has it covered. Yeah. No, he's, it's not his first rodeo, Brent. He knows what he's talking about. What number would you give Leonard Williams? Any number that he wants. In terms of... With a lot of zeros at the end. The check? With a lot of zeros at the end. Yes, sir. Let's talk about it when we come back. Leonard Williams, how good would he fit into what the Jags are trying to do? Is he worth a big expenditure here in year one of Urban Meyer, Trent Baalke, and this regime, even though they don't look ready to win big just yet? Is he a building block to win big? We discuss on the way. 
Austin Lane. The Rock, out of nowhere, buys the XFL during a pandemic, mind you, goes half in with his ex-wife. So now you're going to business with your ex-wife. Brent Martineau. I don't know if that's on the business advice list. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Can I get a Duval? Duval. <laughs> that was disgusting. That's like your pin tweet, isn't it? It's been my pin tweet since 2017. That was horrible. Yeah, I think he was saving that his was voice Ed for Sheeran. the concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that like the highlight of your career, Ed Sheeran? Right now, yeah, for, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's good. It was I'm a not, very I'm cool not, moment. I'm not yeah. Making fun of that. Okay. That's a pretty good one, right? Ed Sheeran? Yeah, he's all right. Is I'm he, not the biggest Ed I mean, I, I respect him. It was impressive to see him pack out a stadium with essentially a guitar, a loop pedal, and his voice. Is he still like a big thing? It's yeah. hard to know what a big thing is now, like, right? Because nobody's touring and all that stuff. Like he's still big. But he, yeah. he's the he, guy. he retired for a little bit and had I was a kid. Say, but he was huge, like huge mm-hmm. big when you did it. He did right? Taylor Swift, Brent, for crying out loud. Did he? Yeah. Right? Oh, that? Hey. Uh, I thought hey. they were just close friends. That'll oh, cre- come on. That'll create a couple <laughs> cool albums. Close friends. <laughs> no, for her. Well, you better believe it, man. Maybe for both of them. Her, her, her and the, uh, uh, who's the other girl? Adele. I mean, boom. You want, you want to talk about animation, both? Yeah. <laughs> but that was, one of, that was one of my very first tweets when I got verified is, hey, Taylor Swift, I'm verified. Let me know if you want to date me so you can write a new album later or something like that, I put. Oh and um, needless to say, she didn't get back to me. <laughs> but like, I, I was so cocky, though, man. I'm like, I'm verified now. Like, the world's, you know, I'm like, my whole life's going to change. Nothing changed. All right, so we're doing this whole teal jersey thing. We're going to get to Leonard Williams, I promise. But you just brought something up, and we have it in our title today, and this is a thing that's going around. Yep. Urban Meyer has been saying 904 yeah. instead of Duval. Yeah. Is is are they trying to change? I hope not. The slogan from I, I a bad not. Ed Sheeran to <laughs> to maybe it's Ed Sheeran's fault. Um, <laughs> oh man! I mean, get a little pep in that step. I remember after I did that, there were like a bunch of like you know Jags writers were writing about how Ed Sheeran hated the Jags because of that Duval. I want to tell him the key, dude, again, please. Hey, Ed, a little more enthusiasm, oh, please. To be fair, when when I was explaining to him what it was, he didn't really understand. Like I was trying to explain, like it's like a chant that they do. It's like a soccer thing because yeah. he's a big soccer guy. Mm-hmm. So. He wasn't fully understanding. Well, hey, by you. the way, we were up in uh, Urban Meyer's hometown of Ashtabula. The, his buddies from high school, that they were like, so what's this whole Duval thing? Yeah, like, see, people mm. have heard it. You know, they, they know what it's about. It's Nin- a brand. 904, like people would say. I mean, Brent, I had it graffitied, and it's hanging up in our studio. It's true. Yeah. So what more do you want? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty cool thing, too. Thank you. Uh, but 904, like, there's no curiosity. I kind of like things that. An outsider would say, what is that? Like, why is yeah, that? What does that yeah. mean? Why do you spell it that way? Why do you say it that way? All those it's things. It's inclusive. Yeah. In 904, there'd be no questions asked about no. that. No. Now, here's I the think of Pitbull when he says his area code all the time in his songs. So cool. there's concern on, like, social media that Urban Meyer, who's been saying 904 a lot yeah. instead of Duval a lot, yeah. is trying to change the mantra. Mm-hmm. In Jacksonville, are you concerned? Do you think yes. that's where he's going, or do you think it's just easier to say 904? Is it really that much easier to say 904 than Duval? Well, say with me, Duval, 904. 
there's not much difference. Yeah, but there's something different. Like if you say Duval, you almost have to say Duval. I mean, you, you can say Duval. Eh. Oh, heaven forbid you extra couple extra syllables on that the thing to make it sound good. But come on, man. No, like I think they are. I don't even want to throw this in the universe. But it's already on the say universe. It. Like I'm not I know, suggesting it. Like, I don't it. even want to talk about it, honestly, because I'll be disappointed about it. I would be, because honestly, like, when I think of Duval, like, yeah, it's obviously the chant that Jaguars fans would say at games and all that stuff, and it's the chant that we would always break it down. I'm sure they still break it down to Duval uh, before, you you know, you leave the locker room or while you're on the field getting ready to play a game. But, like, to me, um, it's known for so much. Like, to me, I hear Duval, and it's like, it's a brand. It it means, like, you know, blue-collar. It means hard-nosed. It means, like, it's going to be, you know, you're in for a slobber knocker or something like that, as as JR would say. Um, Like, it it means something. Like, to me, with all the respect, 904 does nothing for me. It's the area code. Yeah, the area code seems a little bit... You know, that's kind of... That was a trendy thing. It has been a trendy thing over time, from music to... What's that? It's like wider. Duval's kind of like smaller than 904, where you kind of get everything. It is, but then I would say I would actually question whether it is. And see, there are some folks, once in a while, we bring this up, and people, I live in St. John's County. I'm not offended by Duval. But some people are, (laughs) or, or, you know, Nassau or Clay, and so they're like, they feel like they're left out. And so I wonder if the Jags are speaking, if they were to kind of change this mantra a little bit, are they speaking to to those folks? Could also be that they're hinting that they're going to move a practice facility somewhere not in Duval. Well, that would be interesting. Like, if they do bring, build a facility and it's not in Jacksonville, could you then have to name it otherwise? Yeah, because to your point, I think so I think they, they are, are going to build a facility. I think St. John's County could be a possibility. I think other areas could be a possibility. So I don't think that's out of the question. I think that's a really good point. So you think they're going to change the Duval because they're moving the practice facility? No, but then they would be in two. See, the re- one of the reasons I think Duval's fine, and I, I don't get offended if I'm in St. John's County. I probably wouldn't anyway, but I'm just saying I don't think you should if you're in Clay and everywhere else because that's their address. Like, that's their home. Like, that's sure. where they, they are in Duval. So it makes sense. I also think the Duval, in a way, is way more inclusive because it's different mm-hmm. and it's more of like a chant anyway. But I think the Jags should want to get out of the 904 in terms of their reach. Right. Yeah. Like nine oh meaning southeast Georgia, sure. meaning, uh, you know, down toward Orlando, steal some of those fans. Like I, if I was the Jags, I'd want some of those fans as I build my brand, build my base. I don't want to just do the nine oh four. No, and because this area is so vast. I think you can do that. So I wouldn't pigeonhole it, hold it to a nine oh four. And it, like you said, if you say the what's a three oh five is Miami, right? Yeah. And that's a popular one? Yes. Right? Yes. Well, okay, so that has a little cachet to it now. It's in a bunch of songs. It's in all – people know it. Yeah. The 904, I, don't, I think you got to work too hard on the brand. The Duval became a cool thing. Like Correct. in 17, the Jags made it cool. If they win, it will be cool again. Like it became a thing and almost felt like overnight. And I understand there are people that say, well, it really happened a long, long time ago. I get it. But it brought it to this – it elevated it to a status where people on Good Morning Football, uh, ESPN, mm-hmm. all over the place were saying it. I just don't think the 904 could ever even have that kind of cash Well, in. and that's the thing. I remember I got into it with a bunch of Eagles fans. I, I forgot who who even was, but somebody put out, like, uh, you know, Duval, and then an uh, Eagles, like a, a radio station, said like had something to say about it. 
Like it's the okay. dumbest chant yeah. in, in sports. So then you know, oh, like fly eagles, you fly is great, Philly. And then that's what I said. Like you guys are saying what eagles do. What is this do. nursery no. school? And then that's exactly what I said. I'm like, you guys are really gonna tell us what eagles do? We we know what eagles do. <laughs> so thank you for for pointing that I out for us. I can't comment on that. I'll be disowned by well, my family. Yeah, there so. you go. So Goose, you don't have to say anything. But like that's what I got into about it. Like, and that's the cool thing. It's like. Other people, like, because, you know, oh, it's just Duval County, like, fine, then go ahead and hit on it. But you know what? You're reacting to it. I don't think anybody's going to react to 904 in, in a good or bad way. About like, if, you, you want the reaction. That's the point. If you're trying to include everybody, like, down south a little bit more, what if you just start chanting NEFL, Northeast Florida? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, God help you us. You don't need to, Here's the thing. You don't need to change it. No. Listen, Urban Meyer needs to change a lot of things. A lot. The Jags need to change a lot of things. They don't need to change that. Okay, yeah. they don't like they should grow off that. I'll tell you, I I feel like and again, it was 17 where it really hit home and it started going all over the, the country. But I get asked that a lot. Like, what is Duval from people outside of Jacksonville? I think it's cool to be asked that question. Yeah. You're not going to be asked that question with 904. I remember going to Gardner Minshew's hometown. We went to that elementary school and we had the kids do the Duval, right? Yeah, kids yeah, yeah. around here were all doing it. When we're at Mellow Mushroom and hosting the show and the place was packed in 17 because everybody was so fired up. Um, every show we do like four Duvals in there and the place would go crazy and Calais Campbell was doing it. So again, I, I'd be kind of bummed if they, they switch. I would say this and, and maybe I'm bad at reading this. I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. I, I think all these things that we just said, I think they know too. I, I seriously just think it's Urban saying 904. Okay. And by the way, you can say 904. That's okay. I don't have a pro, do you have a problem with them saying 904? No, no, not at all. I think there's some people out there that think that the reason why they could be switching from Duval to 904 is that when they license Duval with the three U's, they plan on making a lot more money than they actually made. Yeah, because somebody so already had it, right? Correct. Some people already had the trademarks. Well, you yeah, can't, yeah. Can you trademark 904? You can't do that. It's like, can you make money off the 904? Pitbull does. Maybe you can. I mean, I don't know that side of it. I don't know the licensing side of the business side of it, but I got to believe by now with all the people – trademarking and licensing and all this almost the city would have 904 if you could yeah i know the the shrimp do a 904 hat Mm -hmm. i don't know if they own something on that or or whatever if that's just like this universal thing you're allowed to use because it's the the zip code uh that that is an interesting uh, zip code the area code uh that is an interesting facet of it though like can they only do so much with duval because people have a right to it did they buy it and have an element of that that you can't license. Like 904, I might have just hit something that I might be right. I don't even know if I am. But the 904 being an area code might be universal. Like, mm-hmm. so anybody can make money off it. Anybody can say it. Anybody ah, can yeah, put it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, Duval, if it's trademarked or somehow along the way, you, you it stops you from doing something. Maybe that element is there. But is there really that much to be made? Maybe there is. Maybe there's a lot to be made off it. But then, sense, okay. And listen, I, I'm not a businessman like that. So it's hard for me to actually, I guess, grasp my mind around this. But, like, how would it come across as if you change Duval to 904 because essentially you want to make more money? Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad. I I think at the – here's how they would frame it. They would frame it with 904 includes all our counties and everything like that. I actually think that would have a backfiring effect because I want to grow outside that. And even if you look uh, from, like, they do have fans in London right now, okay, whether you like that or not, they have those fans. So – well, 904 doesn't pertain to that. Be like, what the hell is that? Plus one, plus what are you one. Gonna, 
<laughs> Plus one, what 904. Are you chant, though? You chant 904? Like, well, how's, how's, how's that chant go? How does that chant go? I have no idea. Huh? Yeah. It's like 904. 904. Oh, oh, That'd be man. awful. That's how it would have to go, though. There's no other way you could do that. How bad would Ed Sheeran be at doing that? Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, what if get, you, like, grouped it? 94. What, what if, we should just copy the New York Jets since we owe them so much as go, you know, J-A-G-S, Jags, Jags, Jags. Yeah. That would be good if we just copied. That's a good one. Yeah. But imagine. So basic uh, uh, I mean, don't, don't say it's a good one because you're spelling it, you know? like That's yeah, pretty good. I mean, the yeah, whole fireman you, ed part of it is no, what makes it good. Okay, that's great and everything. But you want to make fun of the I, Eagles saying nursery rhymes. Well, the Jets are essentially, their, their whole motto oh, yeah. and their chant is they're spelling it. Could you imagine New York name. media, though, if we get Trevor Lawrence and then copy their chant? Oh. Yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd be a little bummed. I, I can tell you this. I'm not putting anybody on my shoulders again. I'm still hurting from that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't do that. All right. Hey, Leonard Williams. Um, do you – you really like Leonard Williams. Seriously, would you throw the, the Brinks truck at him? Because that's what it's going to cost for – Really, this year has been his year. His whole career to this point has been eh, just okay, maybe even a little bit of a disappointment at times. And now here he is with the Giants, who might try to re-sign him too, but he could be this blockbuster free agent. Do you Knowing what you know with Joe Cullen now is the guy? Yes. Do you like Leonard Williams in that mix? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And regardless if it's going to be a two-gap system or a one-gap system. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, you know, it, it, at least when Joe Cullen was in Jacksonville, and I'm sure the same applies when he was in Cleveland and then Baltimore, he loves the athletic big men. He he loves the guys that can not only stop the run but obviously get after the passer as well. And Leonard Williams, when he's on, can do both of those things. Um, you know, like you have guys like Devon Hamilton who are, who are promising. They're coming up, but let's be honest right now. In terms of your interior defensive lineman, you need to address it. You need to add more. And you can only do so much in the draft. And do you feel that comfortable having, you know, a couple draft picks come in right away and get the most playing time? I certainly don't. So I would go after um, a guy who's a veteran, a guy who's regarded as probably the top defensive tackle free agent right now in football, and Leonard Williams – and I would throw the brink struck at him. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. Leonard Williams, 26 years old. Uh, he'll be 27 in, in June. So 27 years old. He's going to the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, from uh, the Jets and the Giants to, I mean, he had three sacks, zero sacks. No, no, I'm sorry. That was just in games. He's got 11 and a half sacks this past year, 29 career sacks. So it really hadn't been as bad as, I thought those were even going to be lower numbers. But what you just said resonates with me. I don't know what I'm getting in the draft. I understand I can get, but then I wait and I wait and I wait and potentially I get Leonard Williams, but I get him four years in Mm -hmm. the guy that I thought I was getting. Why not get this guy now? And I really believe if you just, and I'm not sure they, they should do this, but I've advocated that go get Leonard Williams, throw a lot of money, go get a guy like Justin Simmons if he's available. And then all of a sudden you look at your front four. Mm -hmm. Now you've got your middle and now you have a stud in the back end as well? Yeah. You just made your defense, on paper to me, go from one of the worst in the last few years in terms of allowing points to pretty good, pretty sure. good on paper, pretty dangerous on paper. Yeah. Like, I like spending my dollars there, and I don't think they're going to win big this year. But then it's a Malik Jackson kind of effect. 
you keep adding draft and maybe more free agents in 2022 and 23, and now you still got a good Leonard Williams there at 28, 29 years old. Justin Simmons, 20, like 6, 27 years old. And now you're putting the pieces together, man, on a defense that overnight you can almost make really, really good again to go along with Trevor Lawrence in the offense. And I also like the fact that you're probably going to have a defense that's a little more complicated now, so you're bringing veterans that can actually handle that workload, right? Because when you have a very young team, a lot of rookies coming in, it's one thing to even make it in the NFL, but now you got to learn this this complicated playbook. I'd rather have some veterans there to kind of show the way a little bit as well. Devon Hamilton, Leonard Williams up front. You got Josh Allen, Chase on Miles Jack in the middle there, and you got Simmons and but remember, hopefully a CJ Henderson that's good. You'll still, in the back end. yeah, but remember you're still going to need another de- uh, defensive I know, tackle I, as well. I, I, mean, I know I'm I haven't just, filled everything. Yeah, yeah. I understand I that. Just but me. I feel good about that. You should. You should fill it with me if you want. Okay, you playing the nose. <laughs> You playing that nose? No. Is Abra Jones playing the nose? Abra Jones going to get that 50 bucks that he owes me? Probably not. I'm playing punter if I play anything. I got you. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Welcome back, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. It's time for the Money Minute. We bring in our friend Mike Lester from Talent Wealth Management. We're just talking big money. Maybe Jags pay some big money to Leonard Williams, a free agent, or Justin Simmons, or maybe even some uh, offensive lineman like a left tackle. Trent Williams, could it be Orlando Brown, something like that in a trade? I mean, if worse comes to worse, Brent, maybe we have to go like a GoFundMe page or something like that where we can influence some people to donate some money. And that's, that's why we have our guest on right now. Yeah. That, well, the Jags have plenty of money. I okay? know. I'm uh, just saying. They can throw it at one of those big free agents. Uh, Mike Lester with us from Talent Wealth Management. I think the big story today, Mike, is Bitcoin goes over 50000 Is that the big story in your world? <laughs> I think it's a big story, and people that uh, are, are big on Bitcoin, I'm sure, are following every minute of it. And, you know, it's surprising. I think... Uh, Obviously, it's a huge move in the past, um, well, in a relatively short period of time. But, you know, it was a, it was a lot bigger move um, even before that. So some people are saying, you know, he was maybe I'll go to 70000 maybe 100000 No matter how you slice Bitcoin, um, that, that's, uh, that, you know what, if you want a little risk in your life, uh, maybe you should own a little Bitcoin. Um, but, uh, you know, it could also turn out really well for you. I, I think the big story probably today is um, – you know, the Dow's uh, up another 91 points, and it closes at a record high. And, you know, really, to me, anytime that happens, I want to know the reason for it. And basically, it was retail sales. So if we look at everything that people are worried about in, in our economy and in the world economy, and, um, you know, it would be, well, when are people going to get out and spend money? And what is that going to do to our economy? People spending money means more jobs, right? So uh, that's good news, and um, it's impressive because uh, retail sales were up uh, by the most we've seen in seven months. Yeah, that's a really good news story, too. Mike Lester with Talent Wealth Management. Uh, make sure you partner up with Talent Wealth Management. Complimentary analysis and plan. Call them at 904-515-5000. Visit guardingyournestegg.com as well. And it, you were right about the market. It's just where I'm, I'm kind of waiting, like, okay, it just keeps going green. I'm waiting for a little bit of the red. Keeps going green. <laughs> keeps going green every time I look at it. And it's just, it really feels like it's kind of just uh, it's not volatile anymore. It's just a slow increase or maybe a little drop back. Uh, it's I don't want flattened because it continues to rise, but certainly less volatile, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, right now, as as we've been saying for a while, the the path of least resistance is up, and it you know it 
it's not because um, things are awesome right now around the world. Uh, it's because it's the right now for most money, if it's going to be invested, it doesn't make a lot of sense to put it into other things with low yields, you know, savings accounts, bonds, bank accounts. So it finds its way into the market. Things are going up. There's an anticipation that um, post-COVID people will be back to work. Certainly vaccinations are helping uh, this scenario. Um, the reality is, yes, uh, green all the time or almost all the time. It's getting a little boring, but feels good. Um, but it, it, it will eventually come down. And we just have a, have a you know a plan for that, a plan for when it's doing well, and then also a plan to get out. Where I see most people fail is um, just not being active enough in the management of their portfolio, and they just use a hang-in-there approach. Mike Lesser, make sure you give him a buzz, 904-515-5000, Talent Wealth Management. Visit guardingyournestegg.com. You can also listen to Guarding Your Nest Egg podcast form and also right here on ESPN 690 on the weekends at 9 a.m. Mike, have a great day, man. Thanks for jumping in. You guys have a great day, too. That's Mike Lester from Talent Wealth Management. Money Minute here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. I still, I, I kind of feel like this every time I talk to Mike, like how much, we were just talking about Leonard Williams, yeah. how much will the Jags spend? Mm-hmm. I think they'll be somewhat aggressive. Like, you know, when you're talking about like 401ks and stuff, yeah. like when you're younger, you're supposed to be very aggressive in the 401k. Mm-hmm. You know, as you get a little older, maybe you drop back, you're like, Okay, some aggressive. Then you you get a little bit older and closer to retirement. It's more moderate, and then it can get to a conservative level. You don't want to be too risky with as you as you approach retirement. Well, if if you take the Jags on that slider yes. right now, with the money they have, I don't think they're going to go super aggressive and, and go spend it all. But I think they'll be on the aggressive side of spending. Yeah. Just a little bit on that side of spending, which means you can maybe afford one or two blockbuster guys. Leonard Williams, Justin Simmons, whether it's an offensive tackle, whether it's a tight end, Hunter Henry, you know, one of those kind of guys or you, two of those guys no, potentially. For sure. You know, it's crazy because with Trevor Lawrence, like, listen, you plan on him being here for a long time to come and have success. And the same can be said with Urban Meyer. But at the same time, like, in my opinion, you, you want to make that splash. And you only get one chance to make that first impression. All right. So you make it in the draft, obviously, but you can also make it in free agency. So I think they're going to spend. I think that they, you could have some kind of household name kind of guys come to Jacksonville because, like, and I don't want to say it from the optic standpoint or like the hype standpoint because let's be honest, Brent, it's about winning ball games. Now, I mean, yes, getting the crowd excited and getting the fans excited is, is important. Sure, absolutely. But it's about winning games. But I think like your chance to make a good first impression and say, you know what, this is a new team, this is a new regime, and we do things differently around here. What better way to do that than get some high-priced free agents? Yeah, here's why I think they might spend a little bit more than maybe others think, even though they're not ready to win. And and I don't know how others are thinking, but mm-hmm. I, I think they might spend because they don't have a lot on the table right now. They're paying Joe Schobert and Miles Jack, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Now you could get ahead of the game and pay a DJ Chark. You might franchise a guy like Cam Robinson. But there's not a whole lot to do with the Jags. Like they don't, they're not going to give Josh Allen a new deal this year, right? So you could front load a lot of money this year, even with some of these big time free agents, put a lot of those dollars in this year's cap mm-hmm. and then freeze up for the following years when you do have to pay, uh, for sure a Chark, but a Josh Allen, other guys like that. Uh, and. I just think they're sitting in a pretty situation from a lot of different point of views when it comes to money. They have a lot of it. They don't pay a lot right now to current players. There's not somebody coming due like an Ngakwe that they would have had to pay $100 million to or a Ramsey that they would have had to pay $100 million to. So 
I think uh, a lot of it makes sense for them to spend right now. And I'll give you one more one more reason why the Jags can be more active than others and have a leg up because the cap has gone down. The cap yeah. is going to go down. You're not free to spend as much. So that will eliminate a third of the teams that are up against the cap from maybe getting a big-time guy. Now, there's always ways to move around it, but it will make it harder for those teams. So the Jags will have the upper hand in this if they want to. I think they'll be a willing spender here. I think you're right, too. That's a good point, the splash part of that. Urban says, hey, we're here. We're here to play. Yep. You know? Last Friday at Pro Day, he said, we're here. We're here to play. I'm standing right in front of the guy that <laughs> we're picking. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep. So... In a month from today, he's got another chance to say, boom, the checking account is open. <laughs> Let's write a big one. Let's get it. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. There was an SI article on Trevor Lawrence. Thought it was pretty cool, pretty good. Let's examine a little bit of that in terms of his impact. Yeah. And also an interesting quote from Ryan Leaf as well. We'll get to it next on ESPN 690.